Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Sean, RJ, Bobby, and Jane Slater with the surprise drop by in studio to get us ready for Cowboys San Francisco. We'll do another AJA at 920 this morning, and Cassidy Hubbard from ESPN with all the Mavs drama last night. With Luca asking for help, Cuban saying the story is not true. So we're absolutely loaded on the show of Wales, and that includes Babe Laufenberg, who finally, or maybe he already did, has something in common with Peyton Manning. Because when Peyton went viral for this Monday night during the Cowboys-Buccaneers game, Laufenberg, we had to think of you. You were the first player to ever bring this up to us. This was Peyton Manning on the myth of halftime adjustments. Coming out of halftime, all those halftime adjustments, it really paid off right there. That I don't know about you. I don't think I ever made a halftime adjustment in my entire 18-year career. I think it's the biggest myth in football, the halftime adjustments, right? You go in, yeah, but you, eat, you use the restroom, you eat a couple of oranges, and then the head coach says, all right, let's go. Yeah, no question. I mean, you're in there for like three minutes. There's no time. Jane, you got a quick chime in? I just love that he said that because it is one of those questions as reporters were always asking, what was said at the half? What adjustments are made? And and to have a player tell you, and it makes sense because think how quick it is even when we get up to grab like a quick snack in the press box and they're already back on the field. Yeah, but how are we just hearing this now? (laughs) Babe, 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 you were the first one, man. So thank you for that, being ahead of the curve. Well, I've been, I've said it forever. I just laughed. And it, it really is a lazy way for announcers to say, wow, they made some, look at the halftime adjustments. They, they have no idea what they did. And I love it when they say that. To me, you can say they made halftime adjustments if you then tell me, here's what they did. You know, they brought in a safety to play the linebacker spot. They're, now they're playing press coverage. They're playing off in the first half. You just saw, hey, if the team's doing well, oh, great halftime adjustments. But I, mean, I don't want to say Peyton's right, but, I mean, we're all right. You don't have time. Babe, I was curious. He brought up something uh, that was interesting to me. I've got the smallest bladder in the world. How hard is it to run to the bathroom during series? <laughs> <laughs> and when was the longest holdout you had? Now, granted, I know that you weren't exactly what starting that many four quarters, babe. No offense. Whoa! I'm just, oh I'm just, God. I'm saying, but I'm, Dang. how hard is it for some of these players? Sheesh. That wasn't a slight, babe. I promise you. No, it was totally a compliment. Well, <laughs> no, it's harder broadcasting. Oh, see, that's a great point. I know. Uh, because you're older. The bladder doesn't hold as much as you get older. <laughs> and here's a confession. A few times, you know, and then, the, as you know, Jane, you're up in that press box. Yeah. Uh, the restroom may have two stalls 
and it's 40 yards down the hall. So yeah. there have been times where I just pee on Brad Sham's leg. <laughs> oh, we can say that. Well, Scott Hansen's talked about this when he does red zone. I'd have anxiety every day. Uh, That's yeah. just me. You didn't, uh, See what I add to this show, baby, yeah. when I'm on here? We have a prep, we have a prep, te- uh, prep text chain the night before, and... How long was your longest hold of the bladder? Was not on Brad's leg wasn't on there. Was, was not, it part of your bingo no, card not. for this one? It was not on there. <laughs> uh, not. All right, babe, set us up for San Francisco, man. I'm I'm terrified. I'm not very optimistic whatsoever. Help 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 me. <laughs> you know, I was discussing this with somebody yesterday. They were like, "Oh, we're going to lose." I said, "What fun is it to be a fan?" And I know we're technically not fans, but you know, you live in the city and. What fun is it for the fans out here that follow the Cowboys, that live and die with the Cowboys, to go into a game saying, oh, well, we're, we're just going to get beat. We're going to get beat. If we don't get beat this week, we'll get beat next week in Philly. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm always like, for any team, right? Hey, here we are. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see if we can do this. And uh, obviously, you know, there's 32 teams in the NFL. Only one of them is going to finish on a good note. But, uh, yeah, if they if they play the way they played against Tampa – there's no question they can beat San Francisco. San Francisco, uh, again, probably a better team. You play them 10 times, San Francisco's going to win six of them. Um, but you get to play those other four, too, where you get to win. So a lot of a lot of things happen in a football game, as we know. Probably no better example than, I mean, it happens every week. But, you know, Baltimore and Cincinnati, they have 14-point swing. They're going in for a score mm-hmm. of Baltimore. It's a quarterback sneak. Quarterback reaches the ball out. Stupidly, I might add, on third down, never <laughs> reached the ball out until fourth down. And the uh, ball gets poked, and suddenly it's a 14-point swing, and the game's over. Uh, so, the, you know, ball takes funny bounces, and you just got to hope it bounces your way. Babe, I, I, I'm under the, the belief that last year they were not prepared for how physical San Fran was in that game. Do you think that they that, that game helped them this year be a little bit better prepared for that first punch in the mouth they're going to take? Well, I, I, let me. I would disagree only in the sense that you know all these teams are physical. They really are. There's not a soft team going. Um, now, I, I think one thing that did get them in the mindset of is we got to get bigger at that tackle position. It's one of the reasons why they went out and got Jonathan Hankins uh, mid-season. You know, for the run defense, they they just weren't as big and physical from that standpoint. You know, they could get pushed around because they didn't have that kind of size. Now, that's the flip side. If you want to be that fast, speedy, go get the quarterback defense, right? <laughs> You're probably not going to have two fat asses sitting in between <laughs> the tackles, right? <laughs> Just taking up space. No, you got think of like a guy like Ted Washington. Remember Ted Washington? Yeah. I mean, he was a good player, all that. But, he, you know, he was going to occupy about three feet to the right of him and three feet to the left of him. But you, you weren't going to get anywhere in that six feet of space he had. Now, if you wanted to run outside, he wasn't going to come near you. But the Cowboys didn't have that. Again, they tried, I think, to get a little bit of that with Jonathan Hankins. Babe, uh, looks like San Francisco has had trouble at different times this year when I've watched them dealing with tight ends. And I know Dalton Schultz has come on pretty strong in recent weeks. Is is there an argument to be made that, you know, Schultz's impact may be just as important this week as somebody like Lamb? I think it has to be across the board, honestly, Bobby. I think they're going to have to get contributions from from everyone um and that's the way playoff football is <laughs> you, you can beat beat teams probably of, that aren't as good as you with not getting contributions if you will from this position group or that position group because you're better 
uh, it's going to be all hands on deck. I mean, I truly believe that. They're, they're going to have to be able to run the ball somewhat. Now, San Francisco, obviously one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NFL run defense, but they're, they're going to have to figure out a way to not drop Dak back 50 times in this game. That That's not sustainable. <laughs> The passing defense definitely a little sus, so maybe that gives Cowboys an opportunity there. I'm wondering, when you were looking at uh, the game tape, Seattle essentially looked like they had them on the ropes a bit heading into the half. Obviously, they blew them out when they came back. But is there anything the Cowboys can take from that first half with Seattle heading into this one, babe? Yeah, Seattle had the lead you know, halfway through the third quarter. And then, as you say, they did, they did get blown out by the end of it. But, um, no, I mean, I think you just have to be – you have to do the things you do well. You have to emphasize the things you do well. I almost think playoff games, you get less fancy, if you will, than the regular season because you, you've gone through a whole regular season and you've seen kind of what works, what you struggled with a little bit. So you get into the playoff games, and, and to me, the experimentation time is over. You just say, hey, Kate, we know we do this really well. Let's just do more of it. Babe, we had a fight breakout yesterday, shockingly, Uh-oh. on this show. Uh, Purdy versus Garoppolo. Bobby and I think that Purdy's a better player, and Choppy was saying we're disrespecting Jimmy. Is Brock Purdy for real, and what is he in in what you've looked at on tape? Yeah, he's for real for for six games, right? I mean, he has played well, and sometimes I do think you go and you, you just see stats at the end of the day, and then you go look at the tape, and you say, wow, well, he got away with this one. That should have been intercepted. This one looks lucky. He, he is playing well. If, if you did not know he was a rookie, seventh-round pick, all the stuff we talk about, you would just look at him and say, man, this guy's playing playing well. He's making really good decisions. He's throwing it away when he has to. Now, part of that offense, too, when you're doing all those bootlegs and play actions, you only read half the field. You don't, you're not scanning left, middle, right, that type of thing. So it really helps out a, a younger quarterback. But Hey, it's it's on him. Ultimately, he's a guy pulling the trigger, and I think he's just done. Uh, uh, there's no secret here. Fantastic job, and he he does kind of remind me a little bit of Dak, not in play style, but you look at what Dak did at Mississippi State, right? Not not a traditional power, and he had that team at one point ranked number one in the country, and they won ten games, eleven games, and then he left, and they weren't quite as successful. And Brock Purdy. Same thing. He had 46 starts there at Iowa State. He's played a lot of football. Um, and then he left, and last year, Iowa State goes 4-8. and eight. So those guys, those two guys have kind of carried teams on their shoulders. They don't necessarily have to do it now. But then you look at it, hey, Tom Brady last week, right? They, they get Brady. He was starting his 48th playoff game. <laughs> it was almost, almost 400 starts at the NFL. Brock Purdy last year was playing in the cheese at Bowl. And, and now he's sitting here playing ball. the Dallas Cowboys. I <laughs> so, love Jesus. Yeah, very good. Uh, he looked, He just looks very calm back there, I'll tell you. Babe, the Cowboys added a uh, a kicker to the practice squad, but they are going to go with Maher. We think. We think. Uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do about the Maher situation in game this coming week? Well, I, I the one thing you can't do is panic. So you, you have to have a game plan, and they will. Going into that game, I mean, they'll watch them kick here today and tomorrow. And, but you can't – whatever you decide, in my mind, you got to stick with it. So if you say, Maher's our kicker and we're sticking with him, if, God forbid, he misses the first one, you can't then panic and say, okay, well, that's it, that's it. Um, I, I would 
I, you know what's funny? I would like to say it'd be great if he got a short one to get his get in the groove, but you know he missed, including Washington, five straight PATs. He has hit ten straight from fifty plus. So wow. maybe the best thing for Maher is to put him back there at like fifty eight, uh, give him a shot. I'm kind of half kidding, but um, <laughs> half. I, 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 hey, I'm like everybody else. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I'm like, my eyes were deceiving me or something because, again, he, he was 50 of 51 on PATs. He had two blocked. And so to, to watch him do what he did uh, in Tampa, and I, hey, I know nothing about kicking. So, but sometimes that's the beauty of it, too. I guarantee you that there's not a, you know, Zach Martin is not saying to Maher, Hey, Brett, I don't want to intrude or anything, but I think your plant foot was about a half inch inside. <laughs> right. Really right. right? You, you, hey, if you are golfing, every RJ's been there. If you are golfing and, you you know, ball's going a little sideways, everybody's got a tip for you. Hey, you're, you're mm-hmm. a little quick at the top. You're, there. you're a little quick. You're a little quick today. That's golf in you're general. Right. Yep. The, the kicker, you just look at him, and then you walk on. <laughs> hey, babe, real quick, because we uh, we got Cassidy Hubbard from ESPN. I know you uh, had some thoughts on the coaching carousel, the Sean Payton, all the all the coaching news that's taking place right now. Yeah, well, here's the interesting part to me, Sean, is there's eight teams left in these playoffs, right? Seven of them are offensive coaches. Seven of them are, came from the offensive side of the ball. The only one that's not is Sean McDermott. So all these openings, it's almost like, you put a sign on defensive coordinators need not apply. Right. Everybody's looking for that guy. Hey, Denver, they're looking for somebody to get Russell Wilson back to where he was. And these other teams are looking for that guy to develop their young quarterback. So, uh, question, I mean, Sean Payton obviously is interviewed, I think for every NFL job he coached. Remember he was out of football for the year suspended. He coached his son's sixth grade team. Yeah. Do you think he interviewed for that position? I don't think so. Uh, do you think he just said, hey, I'm Sean Payton, I'm going to coach? <laughs> right. Kevin wouldn't James. It be great if, wouldn't it be great if somebody right. wanted to, you know, uh, stick their chest out a little bit and say, well, we're going to have to interview you, and I'm going to see what other candidates are out there. <laughs> we'll get back to you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Fantastic. As always, have a great trip. The great Babe Laufenberg on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Drama, Luca Drama at the AAC. Cassidy Hubberth on the sidelines for ESPN was there last night. She joins us next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.